Now, the person who meditates on scripture is full so that they overflow. I want to say that there's a difference between there's a difference between saying things that sound wise because we read them in a book. There's a difference between just quoting things that sound spiritual to having a life that's overflowing. There's a difference between having a lot of head knowledge about God and living from an encounter with God. There's a difference between digesting lots of food but having a spiritual malabsorption of it to the person who's drawing deep on a supernatural exchange with God in a secret place, however that looks. Because that person has a life with life in it. He's having a life with life in it that bubbles up that bubbles up, that bubbles up and overflows, that bubbles up and bubbles up and bubbles up and overflows. That's how a person becomes not the tail but the head. And that's how a person becomes the biggest influencer in any environment they're in. Whether it's hostile to them, whether it's open to Jesus, whether it's closed to Jesus, whether it's an illegal thing to speak about Jesus, you can't keep this kind of life in it bubbles up and it will touch and change and it's very attractive and people see it and they instinctively are drawn to it even though the way you're living this bubble up is just by being super kind and super peaceful and super loving maybe you're not even allowed to talk about Jesus but there's a life in you that bubbles up that's overflowing so why you hear about people in hospitals who walk along and whole hospitals get emptied out because there's overflowing believers who are just walking in the corridors of a hospital. Hospital in America got closed down for nearly three months, a whole department, just because some believers walked along a corridor full of God, full of, a, full of the reality of God in them, and they just walked along casually and people were getting healed and leaving the hospital. You can be so full because you're drawing on God that you have an impartation of life to give away. And this is for anybody. This is a promise that the Bible's saying you can be like a tree planted by streams of water. You can bear fruit in season. You can have an impartation to give away. How many of you want to be the kind of person that when people come to you, they get refreshed? and they get nourished, and they get inspired, and they get lifted up, and they get strength from you. The people would go away from you saying, I don't know what you did, but I'm fed. (laughs) I don't know what you said completely yet, but I had a spiritual experience about being fed. To be the kind of person who's got life in them, who can... Go into a room, whatever that room is, and be part of the transformation of the atmosphere and the environment of that room because they're not looking for the environment to give them life. I brought it with me. I brought it with me and I know how to get more of it. And so I can give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, and I know where to get more of it because I've got a source. 
I, I can just put my roots down again and draw on that source. So I've got life to give away, I've got victory to give away, I've got encouragement to give away, I've got healing to give away, and I don't have to get overwhelmed, exhausted and burnt out because I'm drawing upon a loving, intimate connection with Jesus. And I can put my roots into him all day, every day, and draw on him. See, in closing, Bible meditation is not a practice to somehow... Uh, get somewhere it's a means of enjoying the relationship that's already on offer it's a way of keeping the door open to quote revelation free so that jesus can keep coming in and eating with us it's not there are hundreds of practices that we do and if we do them all perfectly enough maybe just maybe we can encounter jesus and overflow it's just different things we do with jesus You meditate on the scriptures with Jesus. Not to get to Jesus, but with Jesus.